0: Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. The episode you are about to listen to was originally available for Patreons only, but is a brand new episode now available on all podcasting
1: platforms. So there might be a few references that have already happened. Uh, Apologies for that. And also apologies for any comments we make for non-patrons. Enjoy the episode and don't
0: forget, it's not too late to join us on Patreon where you can listen to exclusive brand new episodes of Track by Track.
1: Yes, every month there are at least two brand new episodes as well as access to the full Patreon-only back catalogue and our Patreon-only series, including further listening and the remix. Enjoy the episode. And thanks for listening. Hello! Hello. You're listening to Track By Track with me, Dan.
0: And me, Will. This is the podcast where you take a great pop music album and break it down track by track.
1: And it feels like a long overdue epi because on the turntable this week, we've got Echoes by Will Young. Uh,
0: So yes, a big welcome to all of our patrons for joining us on this episode. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for letting us create more content than we ever have done. It's very tiring. But uh, we do have a giggle, don't we,
1: Dan? Sometimes, yeah. And more and more infrequently, actually, as it goes on. (laughs) Uh,
0: So this is a great one for our exclusive club, Will Young. We've wanted to talk about him for a long time. Long overdue, as you say. Uh, And we're talking about Echoes. Dan, first of all, though, are you okay?
1: Not bad, thanks, Will. Yes. How are you? Uh,
0: Sense a pregnant pause then, just then?
1: Well, it, just as it was last week when we were recording. Uh, it's still very warm this week, isn't it?
0: That heat wave has carried on, hasn't a whole it? whole week,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> From last Tuesday to this Tuesday, to be quite specific.
0: Uh, and not so much a hose pipe band in place now, but you can only flush your toilet once a day.
1: Which is actually no different for you, is it?
0: So, Dan, why are we talking about Will Young right now?
1: This album turns 10 this week, which kind of blows my mind, because I always think of this as a newer uh, Will Young album. But actually, it's 20 years in October since the first Pop Idol series began. So this is actually halfway through his career.
0: And of course, we've had a couple since then, and another one on the way as well with Crying on the Bathroom Floor, uh, which I know is one of your favourite hobbies. I've read your LinkedIn profile. It's on there. Uh, and nice, you're just open and honest with any... Potential employers, uh, but... I think I've mixed up my OnlyFans on my
1: LinkedIn. <laughs> Dread to think what else is on there.
0: Um, isn't the OnlyFans crying naked on the bathroom floor? <laughs>
1: it's writhing around naked on the bathroom floor, like a slug. Ooh,
0: I've just had bolognese for dinner, and that's uh, really not going to sit, uh, stay down for very long at this rate. Uh, now, Lexicon was brilliant. I loved... Uh, that song. All the
1: songs. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't believe it's taken us almost three years to talk about Will Young, because obviously we're both fans. This one in particular, let's let's mention the elephant in the room. This is produced by Richard X, working alongside Pete Hoffman. We love Will Young. We love Richard X. I can't believe it's taken us this long. But then again, Mm. you can't do your whole life's work in a day.
0: No, you can't, Dan. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, so we're looking forward to talking about a Will Young-Richard X uh, get-together. But I thought a little bit on Will first. This is the first time we're talking about him on Track by Track. I know, obviously, he's very prominent uh, and he has done lots. But Will Young, singer, songwriter, actor, author podcaster, uh, mental health champion, uh, and many other things as well. First race to fame on Pop Idol when he was up against Gareth Gates mm. uh, in quite a stiff competition. I thought that was Jordan. Uh, <laughs> uh, and ultimately, uh, Will Young uh, was victorious and had a smile on his face quite publicly, didn't necessarily see eye to eye. Through that process, uh, but has gone on to forge a very long, very successful career in his own right,
1: doing things on his terms. And yes, like you said, very successfully. And I think it's so interesting because even when Will Young won, I'd say that very slowly, I think everyone thought that Gareth Gates would become the massive, the actual pop idol, didn't they? And, you know, 20 years later, with no disrespect to Gareth, what's he doing? Uh, he's selling his story and bearing his
0: chest in hello magazine what every bloody week well probably but he's definitely um turned into one of those people in the showbiz world yeah it's it's a a shame such a nice boy he was so dan i thought what might be nice to do to get a few more facts out there but also to put you on the spot i thought it might be nice to have a little will young quiz i love a quiz Uh, And I really do love testing you out and throwing you under... Hopefully, I'll get to throw you under a couple of buses. So, Mm. let's find out, shall we? So, first of all, can you remember what the name of his double A-side
1: songs were that he first released? Evergreen and Anything is Possible.
0: Right! Uh, What was the name of the film he was first prominently had a part in and also that his part was prominently featured in?
1: Um... I was about to say Mrs. Brown's Boys then. No, Mrs. Henderson Presents.
0: (laughs) And yes, correct. Uh, And what was the name of the podcast he started with uh, one of his friends? Doesn't do it anymore because Alan Cumming has taken over, but uh, it was a great
1: listen. I'm going to have to pass on that one, I'm afraid. Can I ask the audience?
0: No, there's no one here. Okay. (laughs) No one listening. Uh, It was called Homo Sapiens and final question for you uh this is my killer question i don't know if you'll get this what university did
1: will go to cambridge
0: no i'm going to give you one more ch- chance actually oxford no i'm not going to give you another chance actually
1: goldsmiths
0: no sheffield i mean you're still not giving a right answer so. the open
1: university no the university of life mate
0: no oh, i give up it was uh Exeter. Oh, actually, final, final question for you,
1: Dan. Is Will Young Hung? Well, I haven't seen Mrs. Henderson uh, Presents. Although I have to say, when I heard that one of the stars um, did a, had a bit of full frontal nudity, I was very pleased it was him and not Miss Judy Dench. Um, but I haven't seen it. Oh, no, I've seen the nude. So, yes, he is. So, uh, we're talking about Echoes today, which is Will's fifth
0: album... Although it feels like quite a recent release, this was August 2011 this came out, so it was 10 years ago. Uh, Collaboration with uh, Richard X, Uh, also a few other notable names on there, such as Fred Falk, who we've talked about before on the podcast, who I do enjoy his production and remixes, uh, and has collaborated with some of our other favourites over the years, such as Annie and Florrie and others.
1: Should we get stuck in? Yes, before we do, well, I just want to very quickly say also Pete Hoffman produces every track with Richard X, and he is almost just almost like sort of the silent partner, the longtime collaborator of Mr. X's. He also was there for uh, the X Factor album, not to be confused with the whole Pop Idol thing, um, and worked on things like Annie and Saint Etienne with Richard. Um, and, oh. So, hello, Pete, if you're listening. Thank you for the Hiya music. Hi,
0: Pete. Hi, Pete, love. Uh, Side one, track one then. Jealousy.
1: So Jealousy there, the opening track and the lead single from this. And one thing, you know, Will, I like to say this. This is almost one of my, uh, becoming one of my catchphrases. Uh, this was the first album and the first single released after Will's first greatest hits album. And I feel like that is always a pivotal moment for an act and always cements their longevity, if you like, Um and I think he absolutely does it with this song. And this whole collection as we'll come to see. But just a switch up in sound. Wonderful beat throughout this. Lovely electronics, which you, you, we've never really heard from Will before. And I do have to say, actually, it feels a bit like PSB. Pet Shop Boys. And
0: you you are right. And it's just that melancholic, uh, a melancholic pop banger is very much their thing. I do... I have to say that's a very astute observation there the first single released after a greatest hit is an artist basically saying there's life in the old dog yet i've not done yet and they do need to come back with something bold something fresh this is exactly what that was for will and it still sounds absolutely wonderful
1: it sounds wonderful especially that chorus what a chorus and it feels like jealousy. It's still desperate for us to have a karaoke night. Um, <laughs> no wonder Pop Justice was tweeting the arse out of that in various forms. Uh, words that would go with jealousy. I think he's stopped now, hasn't he? You don't really hear much from Pop Justice anymore, do you?
0: Very quiet now. Mm. I'm sure he's busy.
1: He's a serious journalist now. Good for him.
0: family to look after. Hmm. So this was a big hit for Will. Got in the top five when it was released. And it was definitely a one of those I'm back moments. Uh, and he was
1: very welcome. And what I find even more uh, impressive about that is that he released the single on the same day that he released the album. So we'll talk about the album performance later. But even with that, people went out and the single got to number five. Incredible.
0: And it just feels like this song now will be one of his, one of the songs that he's remembered for. And it feels like legacy.
1: <laughs> Do expect more of that as if it so goes on. <laughs> uh,
0: we're not original or, uh, well, we're not original.
1: No, and we never will be. On the writing on this one, Will, Will has co-written nearly every song uh, and a lot of them with this duo Mima Stilwell and Jim Elliott, aka Keish Morv. Now we have spoken about these before as they originally released Two Hearts, which Kylie later covered, and then went on to write All the Lovers for Kylie. Uh, so yeah, they have worked a lot with Will on this album. And I feel like we want tracking Will, but have to just talk about Will's vocal. He's got such a unique vocal, hasn't he? Of course, he mm. won a singing competition. He's gonna have a good voice, but it's so unique, and just this really simple chorus just allows him to show it straight away.
0: It re- he really makes you feel things, doesn't he? And this but is jealousy. What- no, oh come on, Dan, you're better than that. Am I? No, you're not. <laughs> uh, it really makes you feel the emotion, the rawness, and I think this song taps into gel- the real essence of jealousy. And the video for this, Dan, uh, it's not outright ballet because there's a bit of dance, interpretive dance, trapeze work and gymnastics. It's a, it's a real mix. But he is, there's another man, very attractive man uh, in there. And there's a, there's a lady. And I think it's all about
1: jealousy. Oh, well, that does surprise me, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Colour me flabbergasted. But it's a great video as well. And this song, what an accolade this song received. It won Pop Justice's twenty quid music prize in twenty twelve. Twenty twelve?
0: Well no, because the twenty twelve prize would have been judging the songs that came out in 2011.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Track two now, and this is come on. Come Eileen on, mother So come on there. Now, this is the only track on the album that Will didn't have a hand in. This was just written by Keish and is actually a cover uh, of the track. They released it themselves. So it's a little bit like what happened with Kylie and Two Hearts. And it does make me wonder, do you think they're absolutely thrilled that their songs are getting this second lease of life and uh, being seen and heard by new people? Or do you think they're absolutely livid? I think
0: they're thrilled. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be doing it. it. Wouldn't be put out on the album and released as a single.
1: Yeah, it's wrong of me to have that negative.
0: Well, I trust you to go straight to the negative.
1: Well, actually, thank you, thank you very much.
0: And I have to say, Dan, you're going to love this because it's your your uh, crush, uh, Rob Copsey, During his time on Digital Spy, gave this song a huge plaudits and absolutely loved it. So I'm sure he still loves it now. Actually. I
1: hope he does. I think this one actually is, it's got a very timeless feel to it. It feels, I think it is more sort of, it's in the vein of, in the same vein as Two Hearts. Uh, And it's something to do with the beat of this one. It sounds like, almost like classic rock, but timeless rock. The beat keeping it steady throughout. But then, of course, you've got that Richard X polish. And then, of course, you've got Will's very unique vocal. Um, So, yeah, it's a wonderful, a wonderful track too.
0: And I also like the fact it feels like a nice carry-on and progression from Jealousy in track one as well.
1: And how many times do you think he says, come on, in this song? I don't know. Have you counted? No. Wouldn't that have been good if I had? You couldn't be asked, of course. Uh, CBA, CBA. It does sound like you trying to persuade me to just have one more at the Bull and Bush on a Friday night.
0: You never need any persuading, excuse me. (laughs) Uh, I also, this the video for this song is is lots of fun. Uh, he's at a
1: dog show with his dog. Oh, like a, The Races or like a Crufts? Oh, like Crufts. Oh. Does he
0: get first place? It's more of a twee, quirky Crufts. Oh. But Will, Will is a big dog lover, I can remember, from listening to many episodes of uh, Homo Sapiens. So uh, it's only right that his love of dogs features in this song. I also think what a nice... Interpretation for the video from this track. Love that. Come on, uh,
1: come, on <laughs> come on, sit. Um, and I have to say, he always does fantastic music videos, doesn't he? Mm. I think didn't you didn't you wear out your VHS of uh, Switch It On? He uh, was playing volleyball on the beach.
0: Yes. <laughs> I taped it off the chart show, and thank goodness it was one of the ones that they played in full length. Other than you remember when they used to go. Are <laughs> oh, the sound oh effects goodness. that we use? <laughs> yes, we were a bit ahead of our time.
1: Well, this one. What? What now? <laughs> got to number eighty-three. Probably shouldn't have mentioned that, should I? No, let's move on. Sweep it under the carpet. Undeserved.
0: Uh, track number three now and this is lie is next to, left me. to say would you lie
2: would you lie
1: Isn't that lovely? Absolutely stunning. I think I would really struggle to turn down that offer.
0: No, that's not what I was angling at. I mean, just the, the Will's voice, the harmony, the flow of the song. Some wonderful Richard X production flourishes. Very subtle, but there as well. Really
1: nice. Very subtle. And I think what else is subtle, but certainly there in this one, The percussion is very nice. And this one, Will, was written by Will, by Keish Morve again, and by Stefan Storm, a.k.a. The Sound of Arrows. I think that that sound, the percussion, I think that sound might be the sound of The Sound of Arrows. Not literally, but what he's brought to the song, if you know what I mean. Also, Stefan Storm doing great things with Annie lately. Yes. We have definitely talked about the Sander Barrows in conversation but we've never done a an album or anything like that have we we really should is he on the long list will he will be bloody better be
0: and again it just feels like a really nice uh sequencing with the with the one two three tracks on the album this comes in as the third track just pairs things down a little bit uh and just yeah nice
1: lovely and like you said his voice and you know We've said it many times and we'll say it many times through the episode. Such a stunning voice, but also the way he works with it and the, brace yourself, Will, because I've got some actual technical terms here. Just a few. The ad-libs, the refrains, the harmonies, all simply stunning on this one. Did I sound like I knew what I was on about? Almost. Oh,
0: Right, let's get the next one on now. And Dan, this is what you stood up on the bar in the Bull and Bush uh, the other night and said after a few too many uh, brandy and baby shams. Uh, you shouted this out and it silenced the pub.
1: I just want a lover. I just want a lover. Boom. I just need a friend. so i just want a lover there this one just written by will and quiche more of a get will and quiche just making me think of you and your trademark runny flans
0: well it has been hot recently have been extra runny well, I just i I tried because uh, I know you like the the flavors I tried making a blue cheese and artichoke quiche because oh, I know you enjoy my blue cheese and artichoke bake and I have to say I just couldn't get it to set uh, so it was smelly and runny oh
1: God Would you just sat around the dinner table with straws just sucking it up it's not one you want
0: in a, on a sunny afternoon in your back garden is it anyway let's talk about this
1: wonderful song. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say how good this song is. It's the chilled sort of lounge disco vibes. It's so funky. Um, and so, you know, the most upbeat thing we've had so far is Jealousy, I'd say. But so different to that.
0: This is, I mean, it's a more kind of a very much more positive track as well. But this, you're right, it's a really, it's effortlessly cool
1: I think of George Michael a little bit when I hear this song. I've put that as well. Yeah, definitely got his kind of sound on there. And I, I imagine both Will and George, the late George, would have been quite happy with that comparison.
0: Mm, mm. I can imagine him being an influence. I can imagine George really respecting and enjoying... The kind of the the work, the trailblazing, the kind of unapologetic nature of his music and life that will does as well, so maybe in a in another in another time in another place, they could have been mates
1: yeah, that's a lovely thought actually, as well, will being such an advocate for gay rights and for mental health, there's actually yeah they've got a lot more in common than I really had thought about before, and I have to say, well, I don't know about you, I am not too au fait with George Michael's back catalog so. Maybe need to do a bit of research there.
0: Because
1: mm. I'll say it now, listeners, and this might shock you, he's not currently on the long list.
0: Not currently, no, but I think that might need to change. I think it will, actually. I love how like, we record an episode, and then after talking in the episode, we end up adding, adding two or three more people onto the long list. So it never gets any shorter. We're never going to get to the bottom of that long list, I don't think. No, we're never going to get there. Never, never going to get there.
1: Da, 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 da. on folks are they on the long list <laughs> yeah i think they are actually are they i love the line in this one will friday seems so easy saturday is hard i feel like he's kind of almost rewriting the cures friday i'm in love or craig david seven days but then of course he's saying i just want to love her It makes me think of texas's banger i don't want to love her Bow. Also, I can't remember if I just said that he, I I think, did I get mixed up with the song titles there, Will? It's very hot.
0: No, you said I just want to love her and you said Texas is...
1: I don't want to love her. And that's what I meant to say. Also, when I said about this having lounge disco vibes, all of a sudden made me think about how you show me your plans for your living room. And you are having like a leopard print bar and a mirror ball in there, aren't you? That's going to be very lounge disco. And
0: I have noticed your request of uh, putting a pole in as well. I don't Please. know if we're going to be able to do it uh, because of the structural engineering of the house. Uh, and also, I know how you brought down the one you had at home just by jiving around to wannabe. So
1: uh, I'm not sure if it'd be the right thing to do. Well, I can bring my own if that's necessary.
0: Well, I was going to say, we might just do it. I might invite you over, grease it up and then just see what happens. Like that Twister game. <laughs> And of course, this was a single as well. Best not to mention anything more than that. Hmm. Track number five now, and this is a cover of the Cause classic oh. runaway. runaway there an original song of course just having a little joke there this I uh, you can really hear richard x on this for me that kind of driving throbbing bass that runs through this song and i love the juxtaposition between that and will's very soft vocals and they are a lot softer because you thought i turned the track down when i was playing it just now i we did listen to the music when we're recording we do
1: even over facetime but yeah definitely Definitely feels like more of that, as you said, kind of 80s dance influence from Richard X. But also, there's another influence in there, a new influence. This one was co-written by Will and Donnie Sloan. Donnie is a former member of Sneaky Sound System, who we were just talking about What last are week. the
0: odds of that? Brilliant. I know.
1: Uh, he's also written and produced with Empire of the Sun, Of course, we've already done their debut album, and we will absolutely be going back to do some more of their work. Um, But I think you can really hear that kind of that robotic sound, that electronic bass, that dance beat, the shimmering synths. But it still very much still fits into this like chilled, sad banger collection. And this, I think Will does a really good line in sad
0: bangers, doesn't he? And that was definitely a lexicon motif as well. And a lot of the covers he's doing as well on crying on your bathroom floor are, you know, s- similar treatments as well. Not
1: crying on my personal bathroom floor, that's me crying on there. Just to be quite frank.
0: Imagine if you walked into your ensuite and Will was there on the
1: floor. Oh, I'd, I'd leave him to it.
0: It's very respectful. Don't
1: want to get involved. The outro on this one, Will, is stunning as well. I think it's like a minute or more of just this most amazing electronic music definitely feels like if this was in a live set and I'm sure it probably was around the time of the album that'd be when you'd go and get changed a quick costume change
0: and it feels like melancholy
1: (laughs) have you seen Will Young live Will?
0: yes I did I saw him uh, not a full show or a full gig but I saw him at the Mighty Hoopla quite a few years ago now and he came on in a tracksuit and did three songs and then
1: went home again and good for him. And um, we've talked about this before. And we, I think that was our first Mighty Hoopla. So we didn't really know what to expect. And of course, he was part of the Sink the Pink section where they bring on people for a couple of songs. They've had Louise, Louisa, Melanie C. And they all just do a very small amount of songs. But I think we were both expecting to hear Jealousy and like the hits, weren't we? And he just covered three dance tracks, I think, or something like that. Uh, at the time... I was a little bit disappointed. In hindsight, I'm still I'm disappointed. I'm quite <laughs> angry to see what he did. Furious, <laughs> livid, um, but would very much like to see him live again soon. And I think I think some dates have been announced, haven't they, for the uh, to tour the new album? So hopefully he'll invite us along. It's very optimistic. <laughs> I'm very optimistic.
0: Track number six. Now this is outsider her.
2: Outside, standing on the lonely ground. It doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't matter who you found. Traded in my past, traded in my
0: old way. So, Outsider there, and what a great time to talk about the fantastic album artwork. Dan, you don't look shocked. It was almost like you were expecting it.
1: Yeah, to be honest, well, I did have I did place a wager with some of the other lads in the office, and we did think this one.
0: You were all gambling your sort of lives away during the uh, during the Euros, and now you are looking for any excuse to to have a flutter again
1: to throw my hard earned cash away. I tell you what, though, Dan, mm-hmm. they're absolutely gorgeous. They are, aren't they? I hand picked. Assist. <laughs> the uniform is just a short pair of shorts. And do you mind me wearing them as well? I'd rather you didn't, actually, if that's all right. (laughs) We do share a lunchroom. Uh,
0: So this album cover, it's Will. He's dressed very, he's very smart, very dapper. uh, He's on a street. uh, It could be anywhere, uh, but I think he's probably somewhere in the US looking at some of the vehicles there. He's looking uh, contemplatively uh, to one side. And then across the middle, you've got Will Young in a kind of gradient Bright red to dark, burnt cinder, and echoes written very smallly there. It's nice, isn't it? It's classy.
1: Yeah, it's very nice. I do like this as an album cover. I like the typeface. I love it all, me. I love it. I love out like that. What do you think of the song, though? I do think so. Considering that this one was co written by Will and Dan Carey, who previously co wrote Kylie Slow and has worked with CSS, LaRue, Hot Chip, Franz Ferdinand, Django Django, so many of our favourites who've created some incredible bops. I think I was hoping for something a bit more upbeat from that collaboration. Um, So there's, there's no denying that it's a stunning, again, stunning vocal, stunning melody. It's kind of, you know, it's a nice change to have that stripped back sound on this long player. But yeah, I just kind of wanted a bit more of a bot from them, I think. Also, Will, another Kylie collaborator there. We've had Keish and we've got Dan Carey. And I think we might get a couple more as well.
0: Well, let's find out as we head into track number seven, Shirley Valentine.
1: Funny Valentine, Silent Valentine. You'll always
2: be my silent Valentine. on oh, what a pair we it's been three years or maybe more feels like a day still you make my heart ache. Mm-hmm.
0: so that was silent valentine and dan there's nothing i love more when we're recording than watching you
1: quietly weep oh or even when we're not recording even when we're out down the bull and bush you'll just sit and watch won't you
0: there's that time we went to uh, heaven one night and I just looked round and you were in the corner, silently weeping. Oh, oh that, that was more of an un- uncontrollable breakdown, actually. Breakdance,
1: do you mean? <laughs> an uncontrollable breakdance.
0: Couldn't be stopped. <laughs> uh, no, this is just lovely, isn't it?
1: It's very... Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Really continuing that bit of a breather that we've got in the album with this and uh outsider um and also though that instrumental section is quite theatrical as well and of course we've already talked about mrs henderson presents He's obviously he likes the theater has he done some live theater as well well i've got in my head that he has
0: yes he did i i think the one that jumps out first of all was
1: cabaret oh did he i'd love mm. to have seen that well here's hoping he treads the boards again sometime in the future so we can pay him a visit backstage sounds quite sinister <laughs> good. Was it because we were talking about the
0: Sopranos just a minute ago when we were listening <laughs> the song? No. Now just... you think you're part of the uh, Greenwich Mafia, mm. which I'm sure exists actually. Uh, have you ever watched that show on Sky, G- Gangs of London? Oh, is it Sky One? I can't remember. It was just on the Sky. Uh, absolutely, uh,
1: incredibly violent, but quite cool. gripping. Right up your street then. You like a good, like grip a night round your house. And will a silent Valentine? Then is that where you don't say who the Valentine's from? And if so, well, either way, actually, have you ever received a Valentine from an unknown admirer?
0: Many, many over the years. I had to set up a PO box uh, in order really? to handle them.
1: Yeah, your your box was getting filled just before Valentine's Day.
0: My front letterbox. Uh, you you just couldn't even force the flap open, um, so we had to take drastic measures. Well the postman had to go to the back door. Yes. Track number eight now, and this is Losing Myself. <laughs> So Dan, this is one of my favourites on the album, and I think it's got it's got a lovely synth wave running through the track, and it's the production again. It's Richard X, isn't it? It's so good.
1: It's really quite understatedly grandiose. Absolutely, this is one of my favourites as well. I think it just does it. It does what this album is supposed to do, you know, taking Will's vocal, bringing in Richard X's influence, working with some fantastic collaborators, keeping it electronic. It does that and then some. Um, And that synth sound that you talked about, Will, this features quite a notable uh, sample. It's Night Call by French producer Kavinsky, as featured in the film Drive. Have you seen that one, Will? I haven't. I've seen Baby Driver, but I haven't seen Drive. I've seen Driving Miss Daisy, but I haven't seen Drive.
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes we just say something and it's so us. (laughs) And that
1: was one of them.
0: And also, I think the Pet Shop Boys influence is very strong here. Yeah. And I think it's the, the understated grandioseness, but also just some of the production flourishes again. That uh, Richard, Richard X, Rich, Rich, uh, has peppered in through this,
1: and as well, I think what helps with that is another another Kylie collaborator, uh, Pascal Gabriel, who of course we've talked about many many times. He worked on Goldfraps' Head First uh, alongside Richard X, of course, and I think this would have fitted right in on that album, actually.
0: Mm, you're right. Uh, yes. Also I know uh Pascal listens so uh hello Pascal. Uh thank you for the well uh, music. While, uh he, well he might Abba. Uh but he might not hear this cuz he might not be a patron yet.
1: Yet. It's yet. never too late. New content every week. But yeah the soundscapes in this one really stand out. They are I want to say they're lush, but lush is a word that I really hate. So it's something that is like lush. I just can't stand that that word. It grinds me do you know what else grinds me will big love yeah. people put in big love big love to you or big love mum for you know the cake or whatever move on but just want to say a great fade out on that one as well lovely fade out on that song track number nine and this is personal thunder <laughs> So personal thunder there. I didn't mean to ask. Will actually, have you managed to sort out your own personal thunder? Your other uh, half messaged me, said he's still wearing his face mask indoors at the minute because it's got so bad.
0: <laughs> it's an it's an ongoing uh, concern.
1: <laughs> so it sounds like a balloon just slowly being let down.
0: <laughs> so Dan, well, let's move on and ask what 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 do you think of it? First of all, what is this track about?
1: Um. That is a really good question, Will. I think personal thunder, the storms you get inside your head. No, don't
0: make it up if you don't know. No,
1: I don't know, Will, actually. I don't know at all. But what I do know is that Will has co-written this one with Fred Falk, who we recently talked about on the gossip episode. Uh, Of course, he's worked with Xenomania over the years, remixing for them and also worked with the likes of U2 and Nervo and so many more. And also Richard Stannard, a.k.a. Biffco, you know, Spice Girls. And again, Kylie, need I say any more? Um, but I don't know about you, Will. With that lineup, I was expecting, again, I was expecting a banger. And the end result is, well, I don't think you'd call it a banger, could you?
0: Well, the end result is not a banger.
1: But what do you think to it?
0: Uh, it's a lovely album track. It's not my favourite song on the album. It's not my least favourite song on the album. Uh, but I think, like you, considering who was involved, I was maybe in my mind had something different.
1: It is, it, it is a great song. There's lots of different elements to the song, lots of different kind of levels that it seems to play around with. It it goes on for nearly five minutes, so it's not your average pop track. Uh, again, Will's vocal, particularly on the chorus, is just mind-blowingly good. So it's a great song. But would I would I have liked these three to have written a banger? Yes. Is that a crime? no good
0: this is uh number 10 hearts on fire So Dan, Hearts on Fire there, you can really feel the slow burning heat coming out, emitting from that track. I don't know if it's just because it's how hot it is here at the moment, but that kind of burning intensity that builds, starts slow and then builds up, um, before you even get into the, the production, the music of it, I think it's a great exemplification of like
1: burning, growing desire Well, if if it's got this burning feeling inside him, would a Rennie sort it out, do you think? Or a cranberry juice. Oh, very good for the um, kidneys. This has been a paid promotion from
0: Ocean Spray. Ocean Spray. (laughs) Think afresh about Ocean Spray in the chiller now. Uh, uh, But also the production, uh, the quality of the kind of very pared down start... But then, you know, the the synth and the, the beat coming in and growing as the track goes on. Very
1: nicely done. Very Ding, nicely done. Dong. Well done. Uh, also, the bass in this feels like a heartbeat, which is dead, dead clever, actually. I can see what they've done there. It's very good. But I have to say, I love There's a bit of an electronic breakdown. Um, and then the outro was really stunning as well. I actually think, well, there was lots of remixes for the singles from this album, but... There's a couple of tracks, this one included, that I think this is Crying Out for a Remix. Crying Out for a Remix on the Bathroom Floor. Uh, or an
0: extended version, just with some extra juice from the lovely uh, beats in there.
1: I wouldn't say no. Oh, but I should say uh, Will and Quiche on this one again.
0: Uh, and if you do like extra juice, Ocean Spray do a lovely
1: cranberry, blueberry and raspberry
0: concoction.
1: In the chiller now. Track 11 now and this is a cover of the Take That Bop. Oh I
0: knew you were going to say that.
1: <laughs> but it's not. But it is Happy Now.
2: Just like the dawn of a new day. Just like the tip of a new wave. You know I'm happy now. I'm feeling happy now. Just like the sun
1: So happy now there. Will and Pascal Gabriel writing that one again. And I think instantly this one feels a little bit different as well. I feel like this could have been included in either the last album or the one before that. This is a, a kind of a lack of electronics in this one isn't there uh
0: we're well, obviously not listening hard enough dan because there's some wonderful sounds going on deep inside the track
1: well i only ever listen or look at things on a surface level Will, you should know that mm.
0: well i was going to say something more complimentary that you're just so mesmerized by will's voice
1: oh yeah that's probably it uh
0: now you know when someone says i'm fine no honestly it's fine it's fine
1: but well, you on a daily basis <laughs>
0: and then you think well actually it's not
1: fine. Mm. I really hope that's not the case with him feeling happy now. Likewise. I'd like to th- yeah, i like to think he is happy now, he's in a good place, he's moved on. I'd like to think this is very factual and to the point.
0: Or oh, and it's more of a kind of zen sentiment rather than a more of a trying to reinsure himself sentiment. Yeah. Agreed. We
1: agree. Well, it might not be right. We might be way off. We agree, but we're wrong. But I have to say, Will, we're getting towards the end of the album now. This is track 11 of a 13-track album. I'm enjoying it all. Don't get me wrong. But I am wondering, because of how much I enjoyed Jealousy and Come On and I Just Wanted Love Her," Losing Myself, and seeing Will really play more with this electronic sound, I am wondering if maybe a couple of these tracks could have made good B-sides. Because we only got one new b-side across the four singles uh which we might hear about later but what do you think do you think this album could have been a 10 tracker or do you think are you here for every track
0: i'm enjoying all the songs but it could have been 10 tracks and are you what are you saying that this might not have been one of those 10 tracks
1: i think this would have been a wonderful b-side and i, I mean, love you're, a you're, good you're b-side. putting
0: a face like a duck's backside so you don't really need to say anything well you do for everyone
1: that's listening but Point taken. I've never heard that phrase before.
0: Track number 12 now. Let's lighten the tone. Um, Mm, Definitely needed. With some good things. things there and this is uh, a welcome uh move back to more funky electro pop number i would say it also sounds like a kind of soul dance pop song from the 90s which is a huge compliment actually on my part
1: and kind of going back to that george michael thing as well i could definitely see this has been in his arsenal i think again meant as a compliment you leave his arsenal out of this (laughs) But it's got that lounge, funk, pop, dance thing going on. It's a great track. And it's also a great penultimate track as well, isn't it?
0: Uh, Who was writing this with Will?
1: So this is with Andy Cato, half of, or Cato, sorry Andy, half of Groove Armada. So prior to this, Will sang on their track History. Um, And of course, they've worked with some incredible and diverse pop stars along the way. They've done tracks with Muttier. Uh with Sophia Spexter. Uh so then this followed. And I have to say, I did think from a Groove Armada um co-written song, I did think it would be more in their vein, more more you know, more their sound. But actually I think I wouldn't have known outright that this is the track on the album that half of Groove Armada had written. What about you? Uh
0: I don't know because they do do some more a little bit low key Lo fi stuff as well. I think for me this track is if someone asked me to play them a song that typifies this album, I'd play this track. If there was like no time to play anything else, I would play this track.
1: Yeah. And that's really interesting, obviously, because this is the one Andy co-write, whereas Keish Morve have done, you know, a good handful of the tracks. But but I don't disagree with you, Will. You'll be pleased to hear as well.
0: So we're on to the last track of the album proper now, and this is Safe from Ha I So Safe From Harm There, the last track on the album. And I think this is a lovely way to end the album because it's a nice... It pulls together a lot of the themes and a lot of the sentiment and a lot of the production sounds from the whole album. But doesn't necessarily go out on a quiet, flat note.
1: And you'll be very pleased to know, Will, that I am going to disagree with you very slightly here because while I do like it as a closer... A little bit like Happy Now. I think this could have been on one of the previous albums. I think it's just less electronically focused. It sits well here too, don't get me wrong, but it's one of only a couple of songs that I think could have worked elsewhere as well. But
0: it's still got, like you have in Jealousy in the first track, that really lovely chugging beat with a piano and some very heartfelt melancholic lyrics from Will. And again,
1: his voice, I mean, how high can he go? I know yeah the vocal is incredible and what kind of annoys me in a way with this track is that the, the chorus is such an earworm that i want to sing along to it or i want to sing it on my own but it's so high that i would sound like a load of wailing cats not the film well actually not as bad as that that was terrible but um it wouldn't sound great well so, thank you, Dan. Uh, so, just a word
0: on the album performance before we move on to further listening. This is a number one album in the UK. Uh, and was extremely well received uh, from, uh, by the likes of The Guardian, The Independent, The BBC. Digital Spy made some very warm noises. Uh, that'll be Rob Copsey and his ooms and ahs. Uh, I think it was just the. the I guess that in a nutshell, it was a really. Everyone was very happy about the evolution of his sound and the longevity of his career uh, and just the meaning um, and the playful quality of some of the dancier tracks as well. If I had to put a number on it, I'd say seven out of ten.
1: I'd go seven and a half. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Deja I, vu. And, yeah, I know that's what we did last week. <laughs> uh,
0: so, further listening, and Dan, I'm just going to say to you there are a couple of banging additional tracks non-album tracks uh for further listening and as luck would have it we both picked different ones we have and will do you want to kick things off this week so yeah so the one i've gone for was the exclusive for the lucky people over on amazon if they downloaded the album they got this track as a bonus this is the way i see I see and I can kind of see from this track why it wasn't actually on the album proper because it does stand out as by, uh, by being way more of a banger than any other track on there and in this instance I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing for it not to be on there
1: so I think I I can't decide actually I, I really like this song I think it's a fantastic uh, again just hearing Will do something more dance focused and then even more so on this one uh, worth noting, this one was written with Pascal Gabriel again, um, but part of me does want it on there. I just, I you want what, it?
0: I don't know. I really like it. I think it's a great. Uh, well, it's a, yeah, it's a bop. Really uh, nice to hear. We'll do something completely balls out of the bag. Dan, don't make a face like that. It's a it's a turn of phrase.
1: Now, what have you gone for? I have gone for the B side from one of the singles, it's Believe. So That Was Believe, again, written with Pascal Gabriel. I have to say, and I was kind of holding back on saying this when you talked about how well uh, the previous track worked as a B-side. I think if this and that track were on the album, it would have just changed the dynamic a little bit, and I think it would have worked better. I think just with that previous track, I agree with you, it might have been a bit... uh, It might have stood out, but this one, I think, again, another upbeat banger. Not quite as in your face, um, but still some wonderful... Shimmering electronics uh, and a great vocal again. Obviously, I think I would like to see them both on there. Will, do
0: you know, what, I'm coming round to the idea the more you bang on about it. But I, and I, and I do <laughs> like that. I think at the time I didn't buy the single, but at the time that would have been a really real treat getting that as a B-side because mm. uh, it's almost too good to be a B-side. But I love the persistent drum in that. We're, We're out, out of, of time. time. That was Will Young's first appearance and definitely, I can say this without even checking with you, Dan, definitely not the last appearance of him on Track by Track. And it feels
1: like a guarantee. Oh, you did one. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. I did one at the start as well, Will. That one wasn't (laughs) as good.
0: Uh, And we hope you've enjoyed this exclusive Trot Through Echoes by Will Young. Do uh, do let us know what you think on Patreon. Um, and we've got more exclusive Patreon episodes, including that big one that was that big four-way ding-dong. What was it going to be coming up at the end of the month?
1: Yeah, that's the next episode. It's, is it Ace of Base? Is it Cindy Lauper? Is it NSYNC? Or is it The Lightning Seeds? You might already know at this point, but we don't right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I think we're going to leave it right now. I'm very tired. (laughs) Let's leave (laughs) leave right now. Do do let us know what you think. Thank you for supporting Track by Track uh, and joining us here uh, for another Patreon episode. Uh, We're back next week with an episode for everybody. Everybody. So until next time, I've been happy now.
1: And I've been losing myself. (laughs) I'm tired of thinking. Goodbye. Do I need a wee, or shall I wait to the next song? And it
0: feels like I can breathe. And it feels like bestiality <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>